What's up, friends? I'm your host, Amanda Smith, and welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast, the show where I chat with inspiring women about business, life's challenges, and building community, because we all need it. If you need a girl gang, this podcast is for you. You guys, welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast. Today, we have Catherine and Renee. And I'm just going to let them introduce themselves. You guys, we're going to have so much fun on this episode. All right. So I'm Renee, your girlfriend, Renee, the girlfriend you never thought you needed. Um, So pretty much I am just here as a resource and I want to be your bestie for life in all things small business. That's my intro. Boom. Oh gosh. I I don't want, (laughs) this is Kat. I don't want to be everyone's best friend. I mean, I want like a couple more people best friends because I just can't handle it. No, I'm joking. Um, my name is Kat Hildner. I have a paper party and gift goods company called Kitty Meow Boutique. Renee and I met um, because she was stocking some of my products on Etsy. And then we decided, hey, we mesh really fantastically. Let's start a podcast. I mean, it didn't go off that seamlessly. I had to really. No, no, I did. Yeah, not I had to convince her that this was a good idea. And we launched the Dreams to Plans podcast in the middle of October and have been having so much fun just bringing valuable, hilarious content to women who are small business owners. I love it. This makes me want to get a podcast partner because like, I love podcasting and I love interviewing people, but like having a partner sounds so fun. Is it, is it fun or is it like complicated? I don't know. I couldn't do it alone. Mm. I tried it like, cause you know, you can do a free one on anchor yeah. just to see if you suck or not. So I did that and I was like, um, I suck at this. And my husband was like, you need a partner. Like you need a yin yang. Like, yeah. you know, like you need somebody to vibe off yeah. of. And cause I'm a people person in case you guys haven't noticed. And I'm like, there's no way. And so when me and Kat did a live together an IG live and he was like, he watched it cause Hey support, oh. you know? And he was like, that was a really good conversation. Like you guys yeah. vibe really well. She's like the calm, mellow, you know, like voice of reason. <laughs> and then you have me who's chaos. And it was like a perfect mesh of personalities. And she was like, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, nah, that's too much work. And then my husband's like, yeah, you should probably do no, that. And I was like, okay. Well, it is a lot of work. <laughs> that's just it. It's a lot of work. Amanda, you know, yeah. like you're over there doing yeah. the work either all yourself, or you're having to outsource it. And uh-huh. what's nice is that, is that Renee and I, we are so different, but she excels at the things that need to get done for a podcast that I don't want to do and vice versa. So I do all of the graphics and the website because that's my zone of genius. And Renee puts everything up on YouTube and she does the show notes and all the, the technical stuff that really just makes me want to crawl into a hole and die. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's nice to have the works split up between the two of us. Cause it's yeah. a lot of work. I couldn't do it. Oh, it is a lot of work. Oh, it's so much work. I, and for anybody listening that thinks I do about myself, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to, and I did want to crawl in a hole and I die, but, um, yeah, no, I now, cause what I realized a while back, I was like, the only part of podcasting I enjoy anymore is this is recording the show. And I realized everything else was really draining because no one really can, can tell how much work goes into it unless you've done it or you have a friend that's done it and you've heard about it. So I was like, it's time to get someone else to do some of this stuff. Cause like I can edit, I can use GarageBand, I can use whatever I can do. You know, I can do the show notes and all the things, but I was like, 
now I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> so yeah, and it should be fun. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It should be fun. Um, okay. So this is super fun. I actually, this is the first time we've interviewed a duo before. Yeah. So oh, congratulations. Oh my gosh. <laughs> feels so special. Um, so really quickly, Catherine, tell us um, a little bit about like your business, how you got started. And then I want to hear from Renee. Oh gosh. I went to school for graphic design. I always had a passion for designing stuff. I kind of thought that I would move to New York and work in the fashion industry, Deva wears Prado style, but I didn't. <laughs> I ended up moving to Las Vegas from the Chicagoland area when I graduated from college, worked in Las Vegas nightlife advertising, doing all the popular hotels and celebrity parties and pool parties. Oh and gosh. I mean, it sounds like super exciting and it was, I did a lot of crazy stuff that I'm embarrassed of now, but, um, I don't know. I just got so, it was so soul sucking after a while. And I met my husband and he didn't want to be with some nightlife nightclub girl, <laughs> boring, but, um, yeah. So I decided that I wanted to start working for myself. I was tired of building someone else's dream. I wanted to build my own dream on my own terms and I started off doing custom invitations and those invitations turned into a product line and now I sell my greeting card, party product, gift item, product line for Kitty Meow in almost 300 stores throughout the world. And now I do this podcast with Renee and I'm teaching other women how to grow their paper goods companies and yeah. I just, I love that part of my business because I felt like I always wanted to do it, but I needed to walk the walk before I could talk the talk. And now I'm mm -hmm. freaking walking the walk and I'm having so much fun talking the talk. Sorry, I'm doing a lot of rhyming no, here. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm here for it, here for it, for sure. I, I love that. And I'm glad that you, I am glad that you had the wild Vegas experience because like, aren't you glad that you did? Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Because I think it's like, that's what gives you your spice and your flavor. Like you've experienced probably a lot of life that I know I haven't <laughs> <laughs> growing up in the suburbs of Texas. <laughs> uh, I mean, I felt like when I was in college, I was president of my sorority and people were always looking at me to be the leader and to make sure that I wasn't messing up. So I was the one implementing the rules and not having very much fun. And my parents were super strict. So when I moved to Las Vegas on my own, I was like, oh, I'm going to go wild and crazy. And no one's going to tell me what to freaking do because I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Renee, tell us about your business and how you got started. I'm only about a year and a half in. I started March of 2019. Um, I was a hairstylist before this. I was a hairstylist, and as you can tell. Um, <laughs> and then I did spray tanning, traveled all the world, and did all that stuff. And then I became a stay-at-home mom and quickly hated it. I was like, this is not my life. I don't do well with this. Um, so I was kind of getting like anxiety and I was like, kind of like, I needed people in my life. And my husband's like, you need to do something for yourself. So one of my friends, Emily, was hosting a women in business workshop, which is like a women's conference um, for business owners. And I was like, I got to go to this. 
and people were like, well, what's your business? And I'm like, I don't have one, but I'm gonna go. It doesn't matter. And so the first day, yeah, I didn't even own a computer. I was like, dude, I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna gonna wing it. And first day I was like, oh, these are my people. Like I finally met like a bunch of entrepreneurs and business owners and I'm like, holy crap, this is what I am. And I didn't know, like, I had no idea. That's what I just thought it was weird. And I like to make money on my own. Like I never (laughs) had a job. You know what I mean? I just hustled my way everywhere. And so that day I bought my domain, switched over my Instagram and my girlfriend Renee was born. And then now I do a monthly subscription, which is I make my own t-shirts for women business owners and we have a community behind it. And it's amazing. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'm so, so excited for you. And obviously I love what both of you are doing with community, with serving people, educating people, and just like genuinely loving what you're doing. I put a poll on my stories. I think it was yesterday. And I asked the question, like, do you love your business right now? And it was like 50, 50, what, you know, it really That's was. Kind of and, I, cause, and I wanted to know because I hear that a lot. I hear people because they're, you know, they think it's saturated. It's blah, 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 blah. But, and they don't want to be salesy and they don't want to do this, but like they're struggling to get their coins and they're, uh, you know, over here, not throwing a pity party, but they're like, I don't know what else to do. And so I asked, you know, I really wanted to know because <clears throat> I was thinking about it. I love my business and I want to continue to cultivate something that I love and love to do, especially because it's mine. Like no one's telling me what to do. And so, um, to hear like people out there might not be loving their business right now. You know, what would you guys say? if you heard that from, from people in your audience, Renee go. So I love We're raising our hands. Raising you guys. Hand. Can I go first? Raising please? Can I go first? True teacher style. Yes, Renee. Legit. She's like, I'm a teacher. I'm like, okay, do we raise hands? Do is that, that how we're going to do this? Okay. Um, no, I think like, I love my business. I know you guys too. Do I love everything about it? Yeah. No. Do I love having to wait? to be amazing. Like, do I, I want it to happen overnight, just like everybody else. Do I love having to show up every single day and, you know, do the mundane tasks? No, nobody does. And if they tell you they are, they're probably lying or they pay somebody Mm -hmm. else to do it. But I love the highs. I love, I know that every day I do show up, I feel accomplished and I feel closer to where I'm going. So I don't necessarily think people have to love their entire business, but you have to, you have to love a part Mm -hmm. of it. You know what I mean? The mission behind it and the reason why versus the mundane, boring Mm -hmm. shit. Like nobody wants to do emails. I'm Mm -mm. sorry. No. I mean, if you're cat, cat's weird. I don't know if you guys know Crystal Church, (laughs) Crystal Church, if you're listening, I'm talking about, you know, uh, she's like a copywriting queen and (laughs) homegirl loves her some emails and so I'm like oh my god I need her in my life go ahead and uh send (laughs) okay (laughs) uh Kat what what would you say if people are not loving their business right now I would say and maybe this sounds a little harsh but bring it it's like happiness whether it's in your business whether it's in life it's a freaking choice and you can choose to be complacent and to not step outside your comfort zone. But man, if you choose to step outside your comfort zone, get a little comfortable with being uncomfortable, try new scary things, that is what is going to bring you the most joy in anything that you do. You know, if honestly, if this whole pandemic didn't happen, I would have never met Renee because before mm-hmm. I met 
Renee, before the COVID hit in March, like I was totally in my comfort zone. I was not showing up my face on social media. I was not doing lives on a regular basis. I was not doing video. I was being recluse, you know, me who's not normally a people person who is very just to myself. And probably if I'm honest, self-conscious about putting anything with my face out there. But once I said, you know, stores are shut down. They're my main customer. They're not really ordering right now. I've always had this secret desire to be a public speaker and to, but it's like that big scary goal that you're like, oh gosh, no, I can't even say that out loud. That's way too frightening. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to freaking go for it. And it has totally changed my life in ways that I can't even imagine. It's brought this new passion for my business, for the way that I interact with people like you, Amanda and Renee, and Mm -hmm. the wonderful relationships that I've built just by sharing myself, by letting people get to know me, who I am. And sometimes people don't like it. You know, I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay because you're going to get those bad comments no matter what, if you put yourself out there, but the good ones, Mm -hmm. the people who truly connect with you and see the good that you're trying to do in the world, like that is what fuels your fire and keeps you going on the hard days because there are so many hard days. You just need to decide, are you a fighter? Mm -hmm. Are you going to get back up on the days that are Mm -hmm. freaking hard? Or are you going to sit back down and admit defeat? And Mm -hmm. I don't think any of us on this podcast right now are Mm-mm. ones who are going to just like accept failure <laughs> and defeat. Yeah, no, not at all. I am definitely like, okay, that didn't work. How can we make it work? Let's figure it out. Yeah. No plan B. Um, absolutely love it. I am all about the tough love. I mean, I posted something today that was like, did you do a lot of work this week? Was it just sitting on your computer? Was it just playing with spreadsheets or playing with Canva or did you actually do shit that made a difference in your business this week, you know? And like, I want to get comfortable with saying stuff like that because I don't ever want to be a sugar coating fairy. Agreed. Um, I don't know why I said fairy, but anyways. (laughs) And we are not that Um, type of women business owners either. We give it to you straight. Cause you need it. Yeah. Like I'm not your mother. Absolutely. I'm not your, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm like Renee said, yeah. she's the best friend. You didn't know you needed. And sometimes your best friend uh-huh. needs to tell you that you need to fucking, Oh, sorry. Are we allowed to swear on here. You, you need to you can say whatever you want. You need to pick up the pace. <laughs> you need to stop being lazy and uh-huh. get your ass up, put, put your big girl panties on and let's go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Um, you know, I think one thing that you guys do a really good job of is serving people obviously with like being honest and being authentic and teaching from your experience too so what would you guys say um if people are really struggling to find a way to serve their people you know I think that's one thing I've heard recently is like well I want to but I don't know what to do for them. You know, I, I don't know what they want or like what they need, you know? It's mostly figuring out their pain point. Like even cause people will in my community will be like, Oh, well, I just have a product. I can't provide value if I just have a product. And I'm like, yeah, but you can show us how to use it. Like I use like, like to know it girls, yeah. because you know how you see some of them on Instagram and they're like, I eat grapes for lunch. Do you like grapes? <laughs> By the way, this is on sale. This is on sale. I'll click my link. Like what the fuck? <laughs> 
<laughs> what? Wait. And then they on, have like 300,000 followers. <laughs> yesterday. Mind blown. I have to tell this story. Yesterday, my friend Elena Davies, she posted her story. She was watching the news and some anchor, girl anchor, she was, they were talking about something and she went, she tried to connect it to a HelloFresh commercial, but it was like, you know, the election's been so crazy, blah, 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 blah. Then she tried to hop, skip, associate to, you know, and I just love HelloFresh because it's easy and convenient. And I was like, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. Are you trying to sell us a HelloFresh ad on like CNN? I don't know what it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. Anyway, it was crazy. It's just like, it doesn't... Everybody's waiting for Nevada yeah. and she's over here yeah. freaking, hey. Like, we don't <laughs> care. And that's what makes me change the channel or on Instagram, swipe to the next story, you know. Ugh. Anyway, carry on. I mean, it's if, it, if that's your thing and people follow you because they want your outfits, like, <laughs> I get it. Then don't try and squeeze in some grapes. Like, why? Do grapes. I need to know you ate grapes just for lunch? Just the sales like, on Amazon. Yeah. yeah, just let me know if how much your shoes are, The bigger question is, why like, are let you me know. only eating grapes for lunch? Like, I can't survive <laughs> off that. I need, like, I need way more than grapes. Uh, speaking of dental, that's like, we need some chicken nuggies. Models. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so, Instagram, you give them, or influencers, you give examples. Yes. So I'll use a like to know it as an example is because I do, I'm heavy on Pinterest, right? Like I'm all about providing value on Pinterest because Pinterest is the jam. If you are not on Pinterest, get your ass on Pinterest. So I always tell my girls, I'm like, okay, if you are doing like to know it and you just put a picture of yourself in your, you know, selfie mirror, and then you put a click to link to buy your clothes, that does nothing for your customer, right? You just nothing at all. But if you say five, like five ways to style an outfit, if you're going to a country concert, and you put five things in your like boots, jacket, you know, belt, whatever. And then you put some sort of value in there. Show me how to style mm-hmm. it or one basic T five ways. Mm-hmm. Like think about the questions that people answer ver- or that are asking you or thinking versus trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Like think about the problem you're mm-hmm. solving. That's what I tell. Even if it's something so yeah, simple. That's what I tell a lot of my clients that are like in direct sales because I was in direct sales and I actually think it can be a great thing because you might have a decent product and there's like no, you have barely any costs in this business, right? And so I always teach them, if you are just going to sell the product and that's what you think you're going to do, you're going to quit in two months. It's going to be terrible. You're going to spend your money. You're going to hate it. You're not going to make a penny. If you can do something else, add something to the platform that you have and serve them with something besides just selling them this, you know, spike up, whatever. Like that's what people are going to care about. Okay. So yeah, you have to get a different, let's look at this in a different perspective because, okay, okay, Renee, you have a community, Amanda, you have a giant community. What about the people out there? How do you know hers is giant? Why didn't I get a giant? (laughs) Okay. Well, hers is more giant than (laughs) yours. Let's just, let's just keep it real. Hater, hater, hashtag Um, blocked. (laughs) But the people out there I feel who struggle with this the most is the, are the people who feel like I don't have enough followers. I don't have a community. No one really cares about what I have to say because no one's really listening. So to break this down in a way for, you know, because I probably have the, the smallest following out of any of you girls right here. And I know that I struggled with that as well. I'm like, uh, well, what am I going to do? That's going to add value. You can probably say right now, it doesn't matter. It no, doesn't, not at all. but when you are but, on the other side, 
it does matter in your head, mm-hmm. which is where it matters the most, right? Because it's all about right. mindset. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't have the confidence to put yourself out there with that, then that's going to be the biggest hurdle is yourself. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, when you're selling products, as someone who's a product maker like myself, it's really getting the person involved and getting them connected to something that might just be a physical product by telling a story. Renee and I, we always say like, how can we make ourselves relatable? How can we tell a story? Even if it's like, oh, this is where we effed up, or this is a story behind Mm -hmm. why I created this particular product or polling your audience. Even if you feel like no one's going to answer the poll, like you still do it and you be consistent. Consistency is so important because eventually people will start catching on and I don't know if following the rules, but like following your lead, if you consistently ask their opinions in the beginning, you might get crickets, but the more you do it, the more people are going to feel comfortable, like letting themselves into a little piece of the Mm -hmm. equation. Absolutely. That's actually, it's funny you brought that up because that's actually kind of what I was getting at because that's another thing I've heard from either clients lately or people who are, are following us is I'm going to clear my throat so much in this episode. You guys, I'm getting over COVID if you're listening. So you can't even smell. So you clear away. (laughs) I can't even smell anything. I have a Diet Coke and I can't even freaking taste it. Um, But people are wondering, well, I have 500 followers. I just started my business or I just pivoted to a new thing. What do I, does it even matter? And, and what I'm telling them too, to your point, Catherine, is keep going. People are listening. People are watching. Even when you hear crickets. Yes. And you just have to keep showing up and, and keep doing the work to go build relationships too and engage with other people to be like, hey, as I would always say, you want your milkshake to bring all the boys to the yard. But <laughs> <laughs> Renee, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to chime in because I think that's the problem with social media mm-hmm. is it eliminated, it, it totally eliminated the power of one, right? Where if you really think about it, if you had 30 people in a room, you would be like, holy shit, my shit is popping. Yeah. If you have five people that come to dinner with you to celebrate you or to talk about you or to listen to what you have to say, that's five people that are giving you attention. And it drives me nuts when people say, oh, well, only two people joined my life. Sorry, guys. It's like, um, I'm sorry. That's two people that took time out of their day to listen to what you have to really say. Rude. Give them everything you have. <laughs> to say that. <laughs> yeah. Like go back to like what helps me because I've been on the other side of this where I literally was on cus- like customer, um, what is it? Acquisition 24 seven, because I always thought I needed more to prove myself. And I wasn't serving the customers I have Mm. serve the customers you have first, give them everything you have. You have one customer, you go over the top. They tell how many people, Mm -hmm. all of them, right? They go on their stories. They tell their family, you're the talk of the town. And then your customer turns into two and keep doing that over and over again and get over the whole hundred thousand to be successful shit. Cause it doesn't need, it's not even true anymore. It's really not. I did a workshop on, um, screw, I called it screw 10 K. This is before I had 10,000 followers, which, which I felt, I felt stupid having done it after I hit 10,000, but it doesn't matter. 
Also, I want to bust a myth about 10,000 followers and you guys can find them too. But I did that workshop because I kept hearing like, I just need to get to 10K. I need the type up. And I was like, you don't. <laughs> I don't have it. Yes, Dallas Groving, the platform has it, but we've also been around for four years. It's, it kind of went viral because of this and this and this. And, you know, anyway, so what are your thoughts on like even having like, have you, do you feel like your life is changing every time you get to that other follower milestone? Do you guys feel like your, your life is changing? No, no, because that don't translate into money. It really doesn't. Like it doesn't, it really doesn't. And people are always like, well, 10 K I'm like, why? Cause you get swipe up. What all of a sudden people are just going to buy your shit. Cause you got swipe up. (laughs) Realistically, it's like, right. Like, Oh, you have swipe up now. So now you're all of a sudden you're going to be a millionaire. Like, I don't understand why people think, which I've been there is like 10 K is that magic number where all of a sudden you're going to get a pass. And now you're, now you're going to make a slave to Instagram. Yes. Which, well, that's why they do it. Exactly. I don't, I they know you're every single person's going to want the 10k like badge of honor so they're going to do everything in their power to hustle on that platform until they get to that 10k mm-hmm. that's why they do it they're freaking evil geniuses. well it's just a vanity metric and that's fine if you it can admit that to yourself and says yes i just want the street cred i just mm-hmm. you know for me not for anybody else but it renee's right it does not equal it does not equal money, at least not for my mm-hmm. product-based business. A lot of my customers don't even really interact on Instagram. And the only reason that I've been getting more sales with my products is because I'm providing value now in a different way, in a yes. way that honestly has nothing to do with my products other than the fact that the words on my products are motivational. And then I try mm-hmm. to be motivational to help serve other women. And that's the connect. But it's more about letting people get to know me and mm-hmm. because they like me, they then will buy my products. And, yes. you know, people don't necessarily buy a card because whatever, it's a cool card. Yes, they are so, so cool. But yes, more they they're are. buying, they're buying into me because they believe in me. And that's why the like, no trust factor is so, yes. so important. And that's why you should be engaged and active on Instagram, not because you want mm-hmm. more followers for vanity metrics, because I don't yeah. know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean, it doesn't mean anything. And it's not a it measure of your self-worth. Well, they could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. They could be gone. You get hacked. <laughs> That's yeah, the thing too, is like build that email list, use Pinterest, do something else because Instagram or Facebook could be taken away by Mr. Zuck Mr. Mr. Sucksuck. (laughs) Just kidding. I didn't Uh, say that. That was her name. No. (laughs) (laughs) She's blocked. (laughs) No. No. Okay. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Anyway. It is. And that's the thing is we don't want to. We have to be able to stand on our own and not be dependent on these other things. I was talking to. Emma Isaacs of Business Chicks, mm-hmm. and she she said it really plainly. I don't know if you guys have read her book, Winging It. Yes. It's really good. I'm reading it right now. It's, it's really good. 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 And um, she was like, you just have to get one client. Or like, you just have to get one person to like buy your thing. And 
what do you need to do to get that to happen? Whatever it takes. Like, ask your friends, ask your mom, tell, you know, do whatever you can. And then you can perfect the process later, but like, it doesn't have to be so complicated. You know, there are systems and there are strategies and, and all those things, but what, what do you guys think about, about that approach? No, I totally agree with that. And that's exactly how my invitation business started. I had one lonely invite that I had for sale in my Etsy shop when I first started. There was one woman who wanted to, me to recreate that, but as a birth announcement for her daughter. And then this woman like totally blew up my entire career. I started doing party invitations for her. And then she recommended me to her cousin who recommended me to her sister-in-law who recommended me to all of their wealthy um, family members. I can't believe I just said that, but they just love spending money on paper goods. Like every single event is a freaking wedding and I do their holiday cards and I do their Halloween party cards. And now I'm moving away from custom work with my business, but I just think, man, like these people, it's not even the business necessarily that helped me get started. It's the confidence that they gave me because they believed in me. And it was just a power of one that gave me the confidence to say like, hey, now I'm gonna try to do this. Or I really am good at my craft. I'm gonna you know, do this or that. And just opened up so many different doors in ways I never even imagined possible. And those people aren't even, they don't even follow me on social media. Mm-hmm. They, I, exactly. they unsubscribe from my email list. Like they just connect <laughs> me, like me to me, person to person. So yeah, it's all relative, right? And it's not, mm-hmm. like I said, it's not a measure of your worth. Don't mm-hmm. get down on yourself because a stupid social media account, that is not how I want to see women living their lives. That's such BS. Mm-mm. We are sponsored by Planoly. This holiday season, Planoly is creating joy through helping entrepreneurs and small businesses drive sales in social media. Born in the belief that social marketing shouldn't be so complicated, Planoly has grown to the industry-leading social marketing platform trusted by over 5 million users, including myself, to visually plan, schedule, and measure performance across Instagram and Pinterest. With its new addition, Sell It, Planoly allows businesses to turn any social media profile into a shoppable storefront with one single link. You guys, we've been users of Planoly for a long time. We use this for every one of our platforms online, and it is incredible. It just makes your life so much easier. So visit planoly.com, that's P-L-A-N-O-L-Y.com, and use the code, all caps, one word, Dallas Girl Gang at checkout for a free month of Planoly and sell it. Planoly, simplify your social marketing. thing to say all of a sudden she sent you to her wealthy friends because sometimes like when we're I was talking to someone the other day I was like well 
what kind of money does your ideal client have? Who are you really wanting to talk? Like, we have to know those things and it, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's a thing. You know, it's just yeah. a thing. Yeah. We got totally reamed. Sorry, oh, Kat, I'm totally going to say it. We got reamed. So one of our episodes <laughs> that we did recently was finding your ideal customer avatar. Basic. Super basic. Business 101, right? Finding your customer avatar. One girl lost her shit on us and was like, you are literally the most unheard of names and just totally rude and said we were classifying people and just completely took what we said and flipped it on its ass. And I'm like, that's not what we meant. And everybody in business knows what that means. You have Facebook audiences for a reason. You have to know who you're marketing to, to because if you're trying to market to everybody, you're going to market to nobody. So it's not necessarily, oh, they're wealthy. It's what price point is it Mm -hmm. where they, you know, can get to that level. It's not being rude. So it's like, people aren't classified because of the certain way. It's just, what is your business going to serve? Who is that? Right. And I think that's also why we build out a, in my opinion, I, I would like to always have a product suite or a a backlog of things to where anybody can come into our funnel at any point and have something that they can buy at their level. Absolutely. You know, like I would love to be able to offer things for quote unquote super cheap, but I value myself more than that. And girl got to pay some bills. So, you know, I want to be able to give someone a $27 digital product, but also charge, you know, in the four figures for this other thing, you know? Um, and that's not a bad thing. You know, I, I want to cultivate, I'm sure you guys too, a, a community of everyone can, can achieve what they want to achieve and their definition of success and their definition of whatever is good and it's fine. It's okay. I don't like it when people market on, on social media and email marketing or whatever with scare tactics of here's how much money I just made and blah, 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 blah. Without saying, I just made this much money because of you and my audience and I want to thank you and I want to teach you how to do it too, because you can do this if that's what you want to do. You know, they just say, here's how much money I made. And that really frustrates me. <laughs> I see that a lot with like direct marketers mm-hmm. and they're saying like they're holding up their checks or their payments. And it's like, that makes people uncomfortable. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to show what goes into that. Like, why are you getting that? you know, make me, show me what I need to do to get there versus look at me and showing the fake, like not telling the answer because then they think, you know, oh, it's, it's that easy. I mm-hmm. could do it too. And then you beat yourself up because you didn't. Well, like Kat said, like, why would you want to cultivate a community of women that follow you and supposedly trust you to feel like that or feel like, wow, that's not, or, or on the opposite side of the night, oh my gosh, she's making that much money in one month. I could never do that. You know? I would never want to make someone feel like that. You know, I don't know. I digress. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just like money shouldn't be something that you're embarrassed to talk about, but you really need to talk about all angles of it if you are going to go there because, you know, maybe you made this much, but how much did you spend to freaking get there? Because with me, with a product-based business, I spend a lot Mm -hmm. of freaking money each month to make a good amount of money. And sometimes- Legit. 
the the profit that you make off of the investment that you the expenses that you had that month i mean that says that says a lot for what you're actually bringing in at the end of the day and all yeah. those nitty gritty details are pretty important when you're painting this glamorous picture of uh of what your business is it's not just black and white there's so much gray in everything that we do as yeah entrepreneurs and that's why I mean, Renee and I always try to keep it real. I always try to keep it real with Kitty Meow. Mm -hmm. The words in my cards keep it real mm -hmm. because this none of this stuff is perfect and none of us totally have mm -hmm. it figured out. And for those of us no. who pretend like we do, I just call bullshit and that you're a big liar because that is like <laughs> not how things work. And I want to be relatable and I want to be real because that's the kind of people I want to attract. I don't want to attract yeah. the phony balonies and there's, there are people for them and that is fantastic, but that is just not me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of cultivating a, a community and attracting the right people, you know, we talked about the power of one and serving who's already in front of you. How do you think, how do you think, or have you done, what things have you done to engage the audience that's already in front of you? If it's four people following you, or if it's a thousand people following so one thing that I've picked up recently for followers is that when somebody follows me, I send them a voice message or a video saying, th saying thank you and saying welcome, especially with the podcast, I started doing it too. And sometimes, I mean, the day gets away from you. I, I get on stuff like this and I can't do it, but I make it a point to always acknowledge people. If people send me a DM. I always go in and I do a voice mm -hmm. message or a video chat. Like when somebody signs up for my community, I send them a video as soon as I get that email and I'm like, Hey girl, Hey, welcome to the community. And then I send them, you know, a welcome, happy mail that they don't even know they're getting. I mean, they do now, <laughs> but. But I don't tell them, you know what I mean? And it's just something simple that goes a long way. It's not like you have to always give them money or do things. It's a simple, just act of kindness or time or just saying, Hey, I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being mm -hmm. here. It's not like, I think people overthink it and they have to go above and beyond. And you really don't. It's just somebody saying, Hey, I'm here for you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Totally. And showing gratitude, being gracious like really bearing my soul to let you know how much your business means to me is always i'm a crier oh that's so she's sweet. a crier she cries I'm she so cries mean, but i'm so emotional <laughs> that's so but every time like i write a note in my order um i i tell the customer like your business truly means more than you know and i mean that i'm not just being like this cheesy whatever like from the bottom <sighs> of my heart i mean that last year i was only in a handful of stores with my products. And now I'm in almost 300 stores and I really tried to open myself up to let my community, even as small as it was, like cheer me on. So every time I would add a new store because I was trying to hit this goal of a hundred before the end of the year, I would post mm -hmm. like 30 stores, you know, like this store is, you know, whatever, love Peridot in Chicago. Thank you so much for your order. And I showed a video of me packaging up the order. And like, every time I'd get a new one, I'd, you know, add that person to the list and let my following know about it. And it's not about me being braggy. I'm just trying to like, one, hold myself accountable with the public mm -hmm. because hello, Probably. I can't fail in front of, you know, the interwebs. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I did a one a day card giveaway. So every day in the month of October, I designed a new card as I was adding new stuff to my collection for the following year. And I would survey people like, Hey, do you like this? Should I add it? Um, whether you like it or you don't like it, leave your 
tag a friend or that's your way of entering this little contest. And I'm going to give a card away to someone who participates in leaving some feedback. And I got some really good feedback from people like, oh, what about an idea for this? Or, oh, what about changing the wording to this or seeing some imagery like that? Mm -hmm. And people like to feel noticed. They like to feel involved. Mm -hmm. They like to feel like even if they're just a teeny tiny small part of your journey to let them in Mm -hmm. on that it's scary and you're opening yourself up to maybe yes criticism but I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you're going to get a lot more reward than you will heartache and most of the heartache just comes from whatever demon thoughts might be going in your own head right yeah absolutely and I think a lot of people start feeling resistance to trying stuff like that and they're like but because they're they're thinking and I've thought this what if no one votes on my polls like what if no one then you exactly. vote exactly <laughs> what if no one nobody's gonna see it, it what if no one puts a question in my question box no one's yeah, like, paying who's attention no one cares but you everyone's busy with their own shit. <laughs> I mean it's just yeah. like ah. yeah and surveying is really good though it I is. think it's important mandatory a lot of people overlook it and I had to do it in my business and it actually saved my business I truly believe that because I had a community that was on Facebook groups mm-hmm. and then we were doing email zoom links and a lot of my member I did a feedback email right and I said hey how can I be better and I got some really good criticism slash feedback. They were like, Hey, your emails get sent to my junk. So I miss all the calls, which I'm paying to be a part of the subscription, but I'm not getting on the calls. This is something that, you know, isn't benefiting me or I can't connect with the members because we're on Instagram and Facebook and Facebook books, Facebook's a mm-hmm, shit show. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that trying to get on a group and you know what I mean? So it's like, I was going to lose all of those customers if I didn't know that this was a pain point for them. So by sur- surveying them and saying, Hey, how can I be better? They put me to actually invest in my business and start a new platform, ditch Facebook, ditch everything. Now everything is all in one place. And I would have never gotten the courage to do Mm -hmm. that if I didn't survey them. Now they feel like they're a part of, you know, the change. They're like, Hey, we helped you do this. You know what I mean? They feel a part of the decision. Are you going to share what that platform is? Yeah. Cool. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So it's called Mighty Networks. Okay. I've um, and I've so it's its own app, its own platform, which is cool because when you're trying to grow a community and you're in Facebook, we tried Instagram. Instagram is only, only cares about Instagram. You can only connect with one person at a time. It's a nightmare. You can follow hashtags, but it's really not that hard or easy. Then Facebook, you have to go through all the yuck on Facebook to get to the community. So people were just checked out because nobody wants to go on Facebook. And then emails were getting sent to junk. So we were doing like all these zoom calls. We do two zoom calls a month and people were missing them. So it was like all of these pain points, mighty networks solve that problem. Now they have their own app. We can DM inside the um, platform. So if you are growing a community, you can do it free or you can charge for it. And it's a really good benefit. So anybody trying to build a community and their Facebook is slipping or they're noticing like a disconnect, I highly recommend Mighty Networks. It's very easy to use and it's very personalized and you can brand it to your own stuff. That's incredible. You know, we're going to have to talk outside of this podcast because- I got you, Because I've used it before and it was a while ago. Wasn't a fan personally, but let's talk. What was the issue, if you don't mind me asking? People just weren't using it. People were only, they were not going on any other apps except for Facebook and Instagram. Although, <clears throat> haven't used it. We stopped using it in December of 2019. 
Okay, and, and but think about it. Facebook and Instagram has gotten have a lot, lot more. Changed so much. That's why I'm wondering exactly. if I wanted to ask. That's yeah, because a lot of people are sick of Facebook groups because one, they're in fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. Um, of them, mm-hmm. right? And two, it's all of. I feel like Facebook is now like the place people just go to complain, and people are trying to, especially if you're trying to be successful and you're trying to, you know, self development and clear your energy and mm-hmm. shit, like get all woo woo up in here. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're trying to protect your energy, nobody's mm-hmm. going to Facebook. Mm-mm. Not one. No. Right. I mean, I mean, I have so many gone. friends. So it could be the time. I have so many friends who just recently completely deleted their Facebook account because they're like, "Yeah, I'm at that level." I'm not doing this anymore. So we will, we will talk. I'm, Is it because I'm the girlfriend you never exactly need? Hundred percent. Is that why? <laughs> She's ridiculous, isn't she, Amanda? Oh my god! I'm gonna drop that in there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, hey, you got to toot your own yeah, horn, girl. You got to toot your own absolutely. horn. <laughs> um, so engaging our audience you know, we can do so many things to like bring those people not out of the woodworks because we just want to make money. But I mean, if we, especially if we really have, you know, a platform we're trying to cultivate that we want it to be a community. We want it to be a place where people can come and find X, Y, Z or connect with other people. Right. Um, I think those are such great, great ways to do that. You know, I know for me, we are, we really built the, I would, I would attest the community being so large at at this point because of the in-person experiences we provided. And that's why I, well, one reason I hate COVID is because we've had to shut down all of our in-person events. I'll still come. I'll still come to your your in-person events. I'm on a plane right now, right now, right now. I'm going to see you right now, but it sucks. It's like, we did 40 in-person events in 2019 and then we did three this year and then a shit ton of virtual stuff. But like everybody's tired of that, you know, everybody's zoom exhausted. And I mean, here we are on zoom, but you know, like it's exhausting. And of course, like, you know, families are doing it online learning, distance learning at home. Like the last thing people want to do at the end of the day is hop on a live event on the internet, you know? And so that's, that's the thing that's, you know, I think, I really think there's something that you cannot replace with human connection. And so my hope is that 2021, we can pop that shit back in and get this train rolling again. But in the meantime, this is where we are and this is what we're doing. And it's, it's fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm so excited that you guys came on. Let's, let's round it out and talk about one more quick thing. So we've talked about engaging our, our audience and things like that. So let's say we work through those things. We get some people engaged. How do we turn those people into customers that like with, uh, with Kat, like you had that one person who found you on Etsy that really like changed the trajectory of where you went, you know, how can we convert that? Yeah. You just, Kat, do you want to go first? Oh well, yeah. She <laughs> said cat specifically talking to me. No, I mean, it's not rocket, rocket science. It's just mm-hmm. being a good person. It's using your manners and being polite and doing all the things that your parents taught you. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to be polite. 
the, the bigger your business gets, yes, it can be more overwhelming to constantly be putting those personal details and touches or personal contact with every single customer. But I think mm-hmm. if you have systems in place, you can make it a little less daunting. And I don't know, I would just say being a good person and letting people know how much you value them as a human, how much you value them as a customer and opening up the doors for, Hey, if you need anything else, I am here. I would love to earn your business again. And that's mm-hmm. not like reinventing the wheel. That's just basic mm-hmm. bitch. Like be a good person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Renee. I have a good book for this. It's called super fans by Pat mm. Um, so it's all about taking your followers and turning them into followers, subscribers, like, you know, super mm-hmm. fans. And it's telling you the story of how you take, you know, somebody that's just watching to then a follower to then a super fan. And it's all about connecting. It's sharing your quirks, your personality, because people are going to resonate with, with different things. Like I am known for leopard. Like everybody (laughs) knows I like leopard. I have never once said I like leopard. Like, you know what I mean? I just, everybody, everybody just knows and they make fun of me for it. You know what I mean? Cause they call me tacky. It's fine. But I'm like, people are either, I know they just, they don't know. Let me put my leopard jacket on. Um, but they just, you have to show a little bit about you because people want to connect with others. We want to be a part of something, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all resonate with people and we want to be a part of that community. So it's showing something about you that, yeah, it's going to take longer, but it's constantly showing up every single day, showing the real you and being you because people are going to be like, I connect with her. Thank you for being honest. You know what I mean? And it's just, I think people lose that on social media. They try to just be something else and they don't take the time for anybody anymore. And it's like just showing the real you. And then when somebody DMs you or messages you or even shows interest in you, show it back. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, I don't understand when people don't respond. Yeah. Like when people post and they don't comment back, what the fuck? (laughs) Like who taught you manners? Like if some, literally though, like if somebody comments on your Instagram, thank you. how are you not commenting? Like what? You know what I mean? Cause like, even if send a DM, if I've sent somebody a DM and they do not respond, I'm sorry. I will not send you a DM ever again. <laughs> Is that going to happen? Renee's like, like bye. Totally cutting you out. You get life. one shot. You get one shot with me. Like that's it. Because I'm like, okay, I follow like Jasmine yeah. Star. She's my big like. I'm oh. her stalker, right? And she always responds, yeah. right? Like, I have some people that have millions of followers. One of my friends has six million, and she always says thank you when I tag her. Like, yeah. you, it's you can choose. Even Pat Flynn. I'll give you a perfect mm-hmm. example. I shared his book. Mm-hmm on one of my reels. I did it because that book really is awesome. You guys get that book. And I didn't even tag him or anything. All of a sudden this homie sends me a DM telling me, thank you. And I was like, okay, level stalker. Does that mean where you follow me? This is why you'd be creeping on my (laughs) shit. But I didn't tag him or anything, but he, somebody might've showed him, I don't know, but he went out of his way and said, thank you for sharing my book. Like he didn't need to. It's just making people feel seen. And look at now I'm telling all y'all about damn Pat Flynn. I don't even know yeah. that. Super fan. You should be getting right That's there. how it works. Commission money. Legit. Click my Amazon Amy. link, yo. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to talk about something a minute ago. And I forgot. This is also what happens when you get COVID. You get foggy brain. What I'm assuming is like having mommy brain. Don't have kids. That's but- just me on a regular day, girl. Ooh. And I'm all, that's like Tuesday, oh Wednesday, my Thursday. Gosh. <laughs> I just like, I've lost my train of thought like seven times this week. 
Anyway, oh, I was going to ask Kat at the very beginning of the episode. We're an hour away now, but your desk, is that a her desk? Do you know what that is? A her desk? Like this desk right her. here? H-E-R. No, the, the one behind one. you. Oh, no, that's the something that one. I had... Um, like a old vintage piece that I had refurbished from someone local. Ooh. I was going to put it in my retail store, but I loved it so much that I had her make another one. Kept it. Yeah. I love it. But I don't it's know so what beautiful. her it is. Her, okay. H E R. Her desk. Her, her desk. It's my. It's a new, oh, it's a new company. I'm totally going to give Google them this. A, a plug. So, hey, her desk, you should sponsor the podcast. But um, they, it's like a female bonded company and they make desks that are custom and they have like hangers for your purse and your cords and uh, a USB thing. And the top of it is a whiteboard. Oh man. Nope. This has and drawers. This has drawers and some legs. Okay. Ladies, break it down for us. Talk to us about your podcast, what we can expect and all the things. Whew, Renee. Pretty much we're taking, what I love about this and I can't take any credit for it was how Kat thought this up in her lovely brain. She said, you know, we're taking them on a journey. So our listener is starting from day one, square one. And we all know that starts with mindset, right? Like you got to take your customer, like your customer, your listener, your follower on a journey. So we're taking you from mindset and answer all the questions to all the way to customer service and, you know, creating your products. So it's pretty much not just saying, here's some information, do something with it. It's actually taking you on a journey, giving you homework each and every episode so you can get tactical because we're all about making plans and not just about- And it's called the Dreams to Plans podcast. Because we want you to dream, right? Like we all want to be big dreamers, but a dream is freaking nothing if you don't have an action plan behind it. And we want you to take action on your big ass scary goals so you can freaking achieve them. Yeah, I love it all about actionable stuff. and it's two different perspectives because yeah. me and Kat obviously are not the same person <laughs> we're so different and we have fun together and yeah you can find us on itunes or wherever you listen to your podcast follow us on dreams to plans podcast uh, on instagram, instagram and dreams to plans podcast.com awesome. i love it honestly there needs to be more podcasts like that i think there's a lot of podcasts that are really great. And that's what I try to do with our show is like, let's get some tangible things people can walk away with. That's not overwhelming, but that's like, okay, I learned something or I'm taking notes, you know, instead of like, you can do it. Because like, yeah, we want to be, I want to be your biggest cheerleader. But like, if I say you can do it and don't actually help you, like I'm failing at my job. So, um, we all need nuggets. Yeah. We just need, need nuggets. nuggets. Like that's all we listen to it for. We just need like one nugget, one takeaway. It makes you feel yeah. productive. From, from Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, yeah, I need podcast. chicken nuggets. Anybody? <laughs> I need freaking chicken nuggets. Um, well, ladies, this was so much fun. You are so fun, Amanda. Like... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is like a do so this really too. I feel like it's happy hour with no alcohol. I don't know, but it was, no. imagine what we could do if we just all had some wine. Yes. Will you come on our podcast, Amanda? Will you please? I would love to come on your podcast. We would love to have Maybe. you. Now that we know we can have a third oh summit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, um, Renee, tell us where we can like, you know, your shirts and then Kat, tell us about cards, like her stationery, all your stuff. Where can we like dig into y'all stuff? 
Um, I'm my girlfriend Renee on literally all the things. Like I made it super easy for y'all. So you could just tell everybody, hey, my girlfriend Renee's over here. Um, and it's just, I designed a monthly t-shirt that's a surprise every single month. So none of my customers know what they're getting. And it's like literally happy mail that you sent yourself. And it's literally the best like highlight of my life. So my girlfriend Renee, it's the Fresh Perspective community on Mighty Networks. And if you have any questions about Mighty Networks, I'm not like a rep or anything, but if you have any questions, I'm happy to help in any way I, I can. I bet you you have an affiliate huh. link with your account. No, what? but I should. I need to look into that. I know. They never told me that. Check I wonder your if settings. I, I bet you there's some affiliate I should. Link. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know. I might be missing out, pimping their shit. Seriously. Uh, okay, Kat. And my stationery company and gift goodies is Kitty Meow Boutique. There are no cats. Um, I am just <laughs> the crazy cat lady. It's this juxtaposition of like this sexy, fun, sophisticated vibe mixed with my wacky personality. And everything is organized where you can shop on your mood. So if you're feeling like witty, funny, rude, and appropriate, there's the witty side. And if you're feeling sweet, thoughtful, and charming, there is the sweet side. And yeah, kittymeowboutique.com, kittymeowboutique on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest, like in stores. In stores everywhere. Everywhere. I'm just freaking like coming at you from everywhere. Okay, where, where in Texas are you? What's a Texas store? Um, oh gosh, I have a bunch in Texas, but now off the top of my head, uh, Fel- it's like now that I'm asking Felice modern. <laughs> um, I think that's okay. in like San Antonio area. I don't know. I feel like such a jerk now that you put me on the spot, but <laughs> maybe we'll cut it out. No, but you are probably all over, all over Texas. You guys go look up kidding Meow and go find a store near us. Or if you're not in Texas, we have tons of people not in Texas. Don't know why I'm targeting that. I'm just selfishly wondering. You're a Dallas girl. Where. Yes. Exactly. And I'm supposed to be in Texas. I'm truly think I'm supposed really? to be there. That's just me. Aww. Yeah. No, it's a goal of mine. 100%. Five years, I'm going to be a Texas. Look, all the, look, you're in California, right? All of these. Yeah, it sucks. Poor me. I know. All of these <laughs> Cali people be moving to Texas because we know how to run shit. And I don't blame them. So maybe you're next. <laughs> Everybody's moving out of Cali. Let's, just, let's just call it like it is. There. Shit is wild oh in California right now. Um, okay, I have a list well, of stores. So Can I give fun. you some list of yes. stores in Dallas? Tell me, tell me. Okay, we are in um, Lushra in Dallas. They're a fun <gasps> shop with so many like amazing She is balloons. such a good friend of mine. Really? Oh, she's so gorgeous. Yeah. I'm like, We've worked with them a lot, yeah. Uh, Nouveau in Dallas. And I mean, there's a bunch of other non-Dallas from... Blumenmeisters in New Braunfels. I have no idea where that yeah. is. Chrome yeah. in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. Oh, you said that so sweet. Did I? Oh my gosh. Texas. People say Lubbock. Lubbock. I don't. I don't know. That's why. how I would have said it. Lubbock. That's, That's where my dad's person. whole side of the family is. It's like West Texas flat. You get dust in your eyes because it's just nothing. Texas is its own country. Where Where are you at? You're in, in Dallas. <clears throat> I went there for 24 hours. I said I was going to move there. I stayed at the Galleria, like yeah. the fancy mall. <laughs> yep. I lived my best life. Yeah, love it. Love uh, ladies, you guys are so much fun. Um, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Girl Gang Podcast. Go on iTunes, rate and review this show if you liked it. If you didn't like it, crazy. don't do that. You're crazy. But, well, yeah, you, <laughs> what are you here for? Um, but... <laughs> We love you. We'll catch you next episode. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks, Amanda.